Well, hello and welcome back to another episode of Bible Prophecy for today. My name is Heather and I've got some news and views from a West Texans biblical point of view. One you're going to find in your mainstream media. Hey guys, welcome to today's podcast. I had a lot to talk to you about today. So a friend of mine sent me some information and another friend of mine sent me some more information. You guys, this information overload, not quite. Just kidding. We are having some thoughts on who and what and where is Babylon spoken of in the book of Revelation in the Bible. And it's spoken of all throughout the Bible. That end time Babylon, hmm, that city of old Babylon, that whore. Oh, where could that possibly be? Well, I don't know. We'll have to think about that next time. But right now, I have some information for you guys. So, you know, a while back, I talked about this church here in town that does the health, wealth, prosperity, gospel. They do this little, I don't even know, like a mantra type thing. I call my wallet to be fat. And I call, you know, whatever. Money's going to find me and all this crazy things that normal Christians would look at and say, what are you doing? But when you're involved in something like that, it is a cult. It is a cult. You are brainwashed. Okay. So, you know, the people that are sucked into this, that are congregants, they are sucked in because they're literally brainwashed. It is a cult. Remember David Koresh. Remember all these other people who have brainwashed and fed Kool-Aid and all of these things to these people and they followed them hook, line and sinker. Now, listen, this is some crazy stuff that just broke out, and I want you guys to hear about it right now because this is going to tell you guys about why I am so much against the health, wealth, prosperity gospel. It is a cult. It is a false gospel, and the Bible says it should be an anathema, which means it should be accursed. But why? Because it drags so many away from the truth of Jesus Christ. And the Bible, what the Bible says, the gospel of Jesus Christ is you can't add to it and you can't take away from it. Because if you do, that's a false gospel. Now, we're going to play some stuff for you tonight. I want you to listen and you're going to be like, what? And I'm going to be like, yes. So I want you guys to listen to this. And my friend sent me. Ain't going to give out any names, Kimberly, but I am going to say thank you so much for sending me this because you know and I know who goes to places like this and you know and I know we know a lot of those people there. So I want you guys to listen to this and then listen to what, I mean, read between the lines, listen to the threats, but check this out, you guys. You're not going to believe it. You're not, and you're not going to believe what it stems from either, but I'm going to tell you all about it. Just in case you forgot which church I'm talking about, here's a little refresher for you. That you made it plain in your word that you love a cheerful giver. So tonight, we purpose in our heart to honor you with our tithes and with our offerings. And I thank you that you are a God that watches over your word to perform it. So I thank you that you said you love a cheerful giver. So I thank you we're about to do something that you love. And for, if no, for no other reason, we're going to do it because you love it. And we belong to you. And we give you praise in Jesus' name. Say amen. amen. Let's make our faith confession as you come and give. It's breakthrough time. What's been clogged up and restricted must be loosed. Because of my obedience in tithing and giving... I declare God's favor surrounds me like a shield. Inheritances, settlements, sales, and estates. I tell them to be released to me. Opportunities for advancement are hunting me down. I call for raises and bonuses. I tell my wallet and bank account to be full. 
I speak that I'll walk in double for my financial trouble. Because the Lord delights to see me prosper, the Lord will cause me to find money unexpectedly. I have the mind of Christ. Therefore, I'll be inspired with God ideas and inventions that will cause me to prosper. It's time for overflow. I speak abundance over my family and supernatural debt deliverance. My children and I will increase more and more, so I abound in every good way. Do you believe that? Well, give God a shout of praise tonight. Come on. Hallelujah. Just in case you had forgotten what church that I'm talking about in the heresies that they say. I has these eyeballing everybody that sits down and not goes to bring their tithe and offering to him. Oh, I'm sorry, to the Lord, folks. I'm telling you. Okay, so let's jump into this right here. Now, guys, this is what I'm talking about. So I don't know if you heard about it or not, but there's a televangelist out there who's really close to this ministry that I'm telling you about. Oh, they're like bestest friends, and they all preach this heretical health, wealth, and prosperity gospel, right? Well, the televangelist is Mark Barclay's son-in-law, and he's accused of criminal sexual conduct with a person under the age of 13. Mm. So here is the background for you guys as you listen to what I'm going to show you, okay? So my friend sent me. And there is a gentleman who is calling this church out, and his name is Mark Draypack. Mark Draypack. And um, I do want to see if I can have him on our podcast um, so you guys can, you know, get a front line seat. But check this out. Here we go. Because they're calling out this man who uh, is involved with this ministry, and they're all such good friends. Uh, and this is what they say. If you notice, it's kind of like, oh, I don't know how the Southern Baptist Convention kind of hit all that and swept it all underneath the rug in the Catholic Church and the priest, you know, well, they just, you know, cover it up. Well, listen, lo and behold, you guys, check this out. Here we go. See if it'll pull it up here. Here we go. You ready? Now, this is this is from Mark, and it's a quote, and he says, oh, Jeremy, he says, you control all you want with your slanderous post. Oh, let me pull that back here. Uh, with your, quote, slanderous post, quote, in Hitler bait, asking your congregants if they are a, quote, mini Hitler, unquote, who think that are following God's will is a really weird flex, though, especially when you look into the camera and taunt, quote, that'll probably be quoted somewhere, and I'm not saying you're a mini Hitler, unquote. Just happy to know I'm running through your mind as you preach today, LOL, he says, unquote. Now, listen to this, folks. Here we go. Let me rewind that back a little bit here. Turn on the volume. All right, folks, here we go. Check this out. Some of the things you think are okay aren't okay. Just because you're not convicted to drink alcohol doesn't mean God said drink it. Just because you're not convicted to post another slanderous post doesn't mean God said do it. And just because Hitler thought he was doing God's will doesn't mean he was when he murdered millions of people. He thought he was doing God's will. How does that happen? How does that happen? I can tell you right now, he didn't test the spirits. And he didn't allow anyone around him that would keep him convicted about this either. How do you live, though? Oh, I just have to interject here. <laughs> Are you a mini Hitler? Listen to what he says. See? And he's doing the same thing by not letting other people call out this other guy in ministry. It just boggles my mind. But here, continue. Here we go. I'm sorry, folks. That'll probably be quoted somewhere. You got to ask yourself this. This is serious. See what happens when I allow the Holy Spirit to speak through me? 
It'll make those that are natural-minded people that are not following God at all. Oh! Call them mini I'm not saying you're a mini Hitler. Folks, I'm telling you. I am telling you. Let me see if I can get out of here and go back. Because there's another video that she sent me, which is kind of along lines with this one here. Let me see here. Let me scroll on up here. Folks, I'm telling you. Uh-uh-uh-uh-uh. Here we go. Here's this one right here. And this is, um, let me pull this up here. Here it is. Texas pastor warns critics, quote, you're going to be sniped and taken out. And this is from julieroyce.com. Now, folks, you know, I'm not a fan of oh, the Royce, right? You know, I'm not because she calls out my favorite Johnny Mac, Pastor Johnny MacArthur, because he makes millions of dollars. Of course, he's been around for 60 years and untold books and anyway but besides the fact so folks when when julie royce gets involved like you know dude man it's gonna go viral so here is here is the article and uh i'm probably going to read this to you guys um it it is like i can't believe it i I mean i can't and i'm totally glad that other people are calling these folks out besides me but let me roll back up here Okay, so here's the other video that I wanted to tell you guys about. Um, I may edit this a little bit because, uh, you know, it takes a little longer for this stuff to load on my computer um, because I couldn't pull it all up at once because it's on my Facebook Messenger. And so, um, yeah, it's taking a little bit longer. But here it is. He goes, this is, okay, here he is. And he says, "Um, holy crazy. This is quoting from Mark Draypack. The infamous Jeremy File from Accelerated Church casually threatening people who expose him defending his, quote, friend, unquote, James Randolph, who recently accused of heinous crimes in a pastor in a Mark Barclay Ministries hideout church. Okay, I do believe it's Mark Barclay's son-in-law. But anyway, he goes, did Jeremy just say, quote, you're going to be sniped and taken out, unquote? And he goes on to say, and of course, the victims are liars, quote, he says, according to Jeremy, he hates when his, quote, sheep, unquote, are exposed to reality through the evil, quote, social media, unquote. What you are, he goes, what are you doing listening to people who are idiots, quote, unquote. Great question, Jeremy. So listen to this. And folks, I'm telling you, this is what churches like this do. And I use church in a liberal term, very, very liberal term these are cults they're cults and my dear friends are involved in this and i feel terrible i mean guys you have no idea i pray daily for this um but this is what cults do okay they turn an attack and they get angry now listen to me now if anybody that you knew that was accused of sexual misconduct with a child or raping a child okay and there's enough evidence to you know convict i mean you're gonna be like whoa are you gonna defend those people I mean, think about it. Or would you stand back and let the justice system take this toll? Because technically, you really don't know. You may think you know the character of somebody, but then again, you may not. But are you going to do what this quote-unquote pastor does? Listen to this, folks. Here we go. You might have heard that... I'm saying this because you might have heard that uh, my friend James Randolph has been lied about recently. And uh, whenever I get a call from him and he tells me about that, he's going to court tomorrow. I believe that he's going to be, um, I believe justice will be served and all liars will be exposed. Eventually it's going to happen one way or another. You mark my word. It always happens. But to think that people that left our fellowship are somehow involved in encouraging that, 
made me go on high alert. I'm not going to allow people like that around here. And I'm letting you know that they're not going to come in video. They're not going to come and, and do this. And if you still talk to them and you listen to them, you're going to be sniped and taken out and you don't come crying to me later. I've warned you and warned you and warned you and warned you and warned you. If you, if you think this is a personal matter, you you've missed the entire boat. This is a spiritual war that we're in. Men that I respect and look up to are being lied about. Now you can either trust that or not. I know we live in David. You say, I don't know if we can trust. You better listen to what I'm saying. I don't hang out with pervs. Pervs run away from me. They always have. Since I follow God with all my heart, they've run away from me. I told a story. I heard myself on the radio telling it recently. You may not understand this. I've reached out to the LGBT lifestyle for a long time in the past to try to get them born again. And one night I was, had one of them in a the car. I went to pick him up for church and he had grown his nails out. And he said, I tell you right now, if you hate on me, I'll scratch you to death. I said, you ain't going to touch me. You're going to either repent or else you're going to get out of this car. I ain't putting up with that. Now I'm not hating on anybody either, but I don't have to confirm your sinful lifestyle. The church does not exist to confirm sin. It exists to get you out of sin and so that you can reign in life. Yes, folks. And then here's the follow-up. And if you're dumb enough... Let me go back. Here we go. And if you're dumb enough to believe that righteous preachers that I've known for years in my life that have always challenged me to live right are perverts, you're a blooming idiot. So don't let it happen to you. And the only access that a lot of this has to you is your social media. Get off! What in the world? Look at what God's done. I feel the anointing of God rising on the inside of me. What are you doing listening to people that are idiots? What, are, what is going on? Let me just interject here and say the Bible is very clear about being careful about calling people idiots because you'll be in danger of hellfire. Mm, do you remember that verse besides me? Mm, anyway, continue. When I get a call that somebody that lives with their parents is stirring up people to lie up in Michigan about someone who's involved with the Righteous Preachers Network. I've got big issues with that. And if you sit there and give them your ear, you're going to be up out of here soon. And I'm just going to have to say it. So people are like, why, why, Pastor? Because sometimes I just got to keep going back and cleaning house. This is for sheep that want to feed on the word here. <laughs> this is for sheep that are part of my cult. Oh, I'm sorry. We'll continue. And build your life on the word. If you don't want that, okay. But I'm telling you, this is a very dangerous hour. And to sit here and think that I preach for any other reason than God called me from the time I was three, put me in a Christian school, put me in a pastor's home. I ran from that until my thirties. To think that I'm doing this for any other reason than to get people ready to meet the king. You've lost your mind. Mm-hmm. Sure. Sure. Yeah. I call my wallet to be fat. Really? Really? They spend 40 minutes of their service before they even start on tithes and offering and how you're supposed to be obedient to God and this is what God wants and you know you want to be obedient to God right and bring me that money 
I'm sorry. Did that? Did that? Did I say that out loud? Was it what, folks? I'm telling you, these people are a cult. So now, this is what I want to do. I want to go back to Julie the Royal the Roy's report. Report. I can't even talk. I'm so upset. Anyway, this is Julie Royce, and so I have an issue because she calls out a lot of you know, and a lot of pastors she calls out is true, but you know, my Johnny Mac man, mm-mm, I'm sorry she was wrong there, but. We're going to read this, and I, I honestly can't believe it's been all the way this far. This article is by Josh Shepard, and you can find it at julieroys.com. That is julieroys, R-O-Y-S, dot com. Texas past warns those who speak against righteous preachers, you're going to be sniped and taken out. This was posted on the 9th of December at 7.15 in the morning. Let me click on here. So, a pastor in West Texas has issued an omnibus warning to anyone who publicly calls out a preacher in televangelist Mark Barclay's Righteous Preachers Network, unquote. Speaking specifically about those who, quote, lied about James Randolph, Barclay's son-in-law, who's been charged with sex crimes, Pastor Jeremy File of Accelerate Church in Emerald, Texas, said in a quote, I'm not going to allow people like that around here, and I'm letting you know that. They're not going to come in video, and if you still talk to them and listen to them, you're going to be sniped and taken out. Don't come crying to me later. I've warned you and warned you and warned you and warned you, unquote. Randolph is an associate pastor at Living World International Church in Midland, Michigan, the church Barclay founded. He's currently facing seven felonies in Michigan, including a child sex crime. File made the comments at a service at his Wednesday at his church Wednesday night, which was live streamed, but has subsequently been removed. However, Mark Drapak, who has been a vocal critic of several Righteous Preachers Network members, quote, or comma, I'm sorry, grabbed excerpts of the service and posted them on Facebook. And he goes on to talk about a little bit more about that. And then she goes on to say, uh, quote, this is what I just read to you um, from Dre Pack. Holy crazy. The infamous Jeremy File from Accelerate Church casually threatening people who expose him defending his, quote, friend, unquote, James Randolph, recently accused of heinous crimes in a Mark Barclay's ministry's hideout church, unquote. And that's from Dre Pack, of course. And then, of course, he wanted to get, did he say there's going to be sniped and taken out? He goes, and of course, the victims are all liars. According to Jeremy, he hates when his sheep are exposed to reality through the evil social media. File and Randolph are apparently members of Barclay's uh, Righteous Preachers Network. And the purpose of the network is to help, quote, gospel ministers worldwide coinciding with their degree of relationship to Mark Barclay Ministries, Barclay website states. And of course, the Roy, the Roy's report reached out to file an accelerate church for comment, but file declined to respond. And of course, he did. Um, Barclay has been a frequent guest speaker at Accelerate Church. That includes preaching at a conference last fall at Accelerate, attended by other quote righteous preacher accused of sexual misconduct. That's Canadian pastor Keith Johnson. That's another one. And I remember, oh Keith Johnson. Folks, you guys, I'm just telling you, moving right along, as the TRR previously reported at the time of the conference, Johnson was evading officials who tried to serve him a lawsuit charging Johnson with sexual, physical, and psychological abuse. Oh, I did report about that. I remember back then. Anyway, he goes on to say, speaking from the pulpit, Barclay encouraged uh, congregants to give a 
quote, love offering for the accused pastor, which Barclay kickstarted with a donation of $1,000. Yes, let's just fund those sexual predators, shall we? So in a court order issued on July the 6th of 2023, Canadian Justice uh, Barday cited Accelerate Church for helping Johnson evade being served the lawsuit. Whoa. The evidence is that members of the Accelerate Church are shielding Mr. Johnson, Barday said. Folks, that is a Canadian justice. Whoa. Anyway, on Wednesday, file claimed Randolph would be exonerated on Thursday of all charges and urged congregants to trust him. However, on Thursday, Randolph had a hearing at the 75th District Court of Midland County, Michigan court records show. According to a county or a court clerk who spoke to TRR, the court denied a motion brought by Randolph's attorney to amend the terms of his bond. A subsequent court examination hearing was set for December the 15th. And the clerk stated the case is expected to proceed to circuit court. Yet, according to file, no righteous preacher could ever be guilty of sex crimes. Quote, if you're dumb enough to believe that righteous preachers that I've known for years in my life that have always challenged me to live right are perverts, you're a blooming idiot. Unquote, said file. File also urged congregants not to believe information reported by news outlets and shared on Facebook. The, quote, the only access that a lot of this has to you is your social media. Get off, yelled File. What are you doing? Listen to people that are idiots. If you sit there and give them your ear, you're going to be up out of here soon. Unquote. Anybody smart enough would be up out of there. Sorry, <clears throat> back to the article. TRR spoke with a former member of Accelerate Church who requested not to be named due to alleged past threats by File. Quote, this is strictly for manipulation and to control the narrative, the former member told TRR. The former member who had posted the story about Randolph on Facebook added that File and his staff constantly monitor social media as part of a high-control church culture. This article is by freelance Josh Shepard, and he writes on faith, culture, and public policy for several media outlets. Folks, this is what cults do. This is not a church. This is not a church um, as we would call it, as believers would call it. This is a cult. And right here are the earmarkings of a cult. They get angry. They lash out at people. They control people. Did you notice you can't watch social media because you can't think for yourself? Remember what he just said? If you did, you would be up out of here. Get off of social media. Well, yeah, because most people would get up and leave a church like that. And I'm telling you guys, I want to see, because this is back on the 15th, here we are on the 29th of January, I mean of uh, December, well, we were on January, so I'm going to look up here, so let me pull up this guy's name while we're on here, this is James Randolph, okay, we're going to say James Randolph, and I'm going to see if he has, um, if he has been convicted yet, let's see, convicted, let's see, convicted in Michigan, and you can't probably hear me. Because my eyeglasses. Okay, let's see. <laughs> oh, let me see your televangelist. Okay, that's the same thing. So it hasn't been any updates. It doesn't look like that I can see off the off the top here. Just, you know, right off the top. Um, I will do some more research on it. But guys, let me tell you something. If you preach a false gospel, like they preach, okay, you know that sin is lurking at the door because if you preach the false gospel, the Bible says you should be at a curse, an anathema. If you add, and the book of Revelation says, if you add to this book or take away from this book, I mean, hello, God is very, very serious about that. 
So here they are adding to the gospel. They're making it a works-based gospel. Obedience. Folks, I'm telling you, I was there. I totally was there um, when I went to, um, uh, when I went to it before, it was his father. He had the church. And I remember it was years and years ago. And of course, I left like in 2008. But I'm just telling you guys, they can suck people in. And it's so, um, man, it's just so, um, I, I, so, I don't even know the words to say, persuasive and controlling. And as you can see how they control their congregants, just like he is controlling them there. And uh, don't don't look at social media because you can't make up your own mind. You'll leave. Of course they'll leave. And of course, I mean, oh, folks, I'm telling you, you need you need to be very, very careful what church you go to, where you attend, and hold everything in light of Scripture. If you just listen to the words that he just said out of his mouth and you compare them to the Bible, you will know right then and there he is not a man of God. He is not. He is not a man of God. He is not. Okay. What they do is not in line with the Bible. How can you defend somebody like that? How? Several of them. Two of them. Not just one now, but there's two. Got Keith Johnson. And now you have this other gentleman here. Shouldn't call him a gentleman. You have this other man who's taking advantage of women. He's raping children, folks. Children. It's one thing to be a Jimmy Swagger. You know what I mean? <laughs> but it's another thing when you go after children. Okay. God said it'd be better if a millstone were hung around your neck and you were thrown to the depths of the sea and you were to never be born than for you to hurt one of them little children. Mm -mm, mm -mm, mm. Folks, I'm just telling you straight from the horse's mouth himself. Now you have a better idea of why I am so angry about people like this who profane the name of God, who profane the gospel. That's blasphemy, folks. Blasphemy. And I did want to read this one article to you guys really quick from the Christian Post. The Christian Post, and I almost forgot to read it. So this is televangelist Mark Barclay's son-in-law accused of criminal sexual conduct of the person under the age of 13 by Leonardo Blair. This was on the 1st of December. The Reverend James Randolph, a minister with Living Word International Church in Midland, Michigan, and the son-in-law of televangelist Mark Barclay of Barclay, Mark Barclay Ministries, has been charged with several counts of criminal sexual conduct, including one allegedly involving a person younger than 13. Randolph was arrested and charged Tuesday with first-degree criminal sexual conduct involving a relationship, four counts of second-degree criminal sexual conduct, and one count of accosting children for immoral purposes for crimes allegedly occurring in 2011, the Midland Daily News reported. The televangelist's son-in-law was arraigned Tuesday in Midland County District Court and is out of jail on a $500,000 cash bond. He will return to court for a probate cause hearing scheduled uh, for 1 p.m. on December the 7th. In a statement to the Christian Post on Thursday, Josh Barclay, Bar Mark Barclay's son, who also works with the ministry, said Randolph had been placed on administrative leave pending the results of the criminal justice process. Quote, we are aware of the arrest of James Randolph, one of our ministry ministers on staff, and the allegations against him, Josh Barclay said. Importantly, the allegations do not involve the church, and the alleged acts did not take place in the church. Unquote. Oh, he further noted, quote, Living Word International Church takes seriously our responsibility to ensure the safety of our congregation, and we are committed to taking any necessary steps to protect the congregation in the church, unquote. The charges against Randolph comes 
a month after Brandon Saylor, 44, a volunteer with the church, was charged in July with six counts of criminal sexual conduct and three counts of accosting children for immoral purposes for crimes which allegedly took place in 2010. Saylor remains in custody on a $500,000 cash surety bond. The charges against Randolph also upends Mark Barclay's family-themed ministry. Quote, the Barclays serve God as a family team. His wife, Vicki, daughter, Dawn, with her husband, James, and son, Josh, with his wife Trish are all full-time in the ministry and flowing together with the Lord's anointing, unquote, the ministry declares on its website. In 2013, Mark Barclay, who is known as the self-styled preacher of righteousness, asked his followers for $79,000 to repaint a luxury jet. He said, actually belongs to the Lord. Mm, quote, lay not up your, lay not up for yourselves tre- your treasures upon earth where moth and rust doth corrupt and where a thief break in through and still, but lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven where moth, where neither moth nor rust doth corrupt, and where thieves do not break through nor steal. For where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. Barclay told his supporters in a letter seeking support for his jet paint fundraiser. Mm. Quote, please pray about any part God would have you to do for actually uh, the airplane does belong to him and not me. It is used for his ministry and not personal use. Un- Quote, mm. yes, folks, they'll make merchandise of you. I'm just telling you. I'm just telling you. I had been telling you. Now you know why I'm so angry about this. Mm, 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 mm. Anyway, with that, guys, I hope I gave you a little bit of word to chew on. And with that, get in the word of God and let the word of God get into you. And Maranatha, Lord Jesus, Maranatha, it can happen when you open your eyes. You can open them in the presence of the Lord Jesus Christ. Whoa, what a day that's going to be. What a day that will be. Anyway, with that, guys, thank you all so much for listening. May God bless each and every one of you. And um, until next time, keep looking up for the glorious appearing of our great God and Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ.